Welcome to the Postman. Postman is a podcast that discusses the issues of art, culture and society in a post-digital era and I am your host Tommy Duva. Today we discuss with Jari Suominen, a Finnish media artist, musician, teacher and researcher. He has recently been involved in researching and repairing Erki Kuraniemi's uh, Finnish pioneer of electronic music synthesizers. Jari also works in various music groups, media art groups and much more. So, Jari, will you tell more about yourself? Who are you? What do you do? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big, big question. I mean, I'm doing so many different things that it's sometimes a bit hard to really describe what I'm doing. But maybe last few months I have been mostly answering that question that I'm like electronic instrument builder at the moment. Which doesn't mean that I'm not, not doing like media art or music or whatever. But at the moment I'm mostly like uh, using my time like uh, restoring and fixing and designing and building of electronic instruments. Can you tell a little bit more about that? What does it include and what kind of instruments? Um, yeah, they're mostly like at, at the moment, moment it's like it's, it's these early like uh, digital analog hybrid systems. So one of the big, biggest things I have been involved like like for more than 10 years now is the Erki Kureniemis work that was mentioned like before so so and he was like a Finnish pioneer of of, of electronic music and an inventor and, and much 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 more so so I mean his instruments they have been he has been using digital technology since early 60s and all of his instruments has something to do with this and and that's one 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 big thing thing that i'm all all the time there's some kurenemi project going on on for me but then i have also been involved with this um, uh, british or english uh, uh, synthesizer company called ems and and they also I mean, the the most famous synthesizer is synthesizer called VCS3, which is like analog, small analog, almost like a portable synthesizer that's used a lot, a lot like doing like this, this like uh, Doctor Who soundtracks and and, and 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 stuff like that. And they also made this huge system, which was called Synth 100, and um, super expensive. It's like biggest, like. Uh, one piece synthesizer in some sort of mass production ever done and, and and I have been now doing some restoring of two of these units with my colleague from 
from different EMS, from the Electron Music Studio and from Stockholm, like uh, my colleague Daniel Araya has been with me and we have been restoring two of those and, 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 and have been also investing a bit of our time to doing like some historical research about those. And that's also like hybrid system, it has like digital, digital parts and analog parts. So those are the things that I be mostly <coughs> involved during like last last two years now. Uh, how did you get interested in in building and repairing and yeah researching these early synthesizers? Uh, it's just coincidence, I I, I guess. I, I I used to study at the electronic music studio of Helsinki University like a long long time ago like uh, and that was that was when 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 Mika Tanela's documentary about Kurenemi was released that was like 2002 or something like this and then uh, there was uh, this this festival that they were running like Mika Tanela and Anton Nikkila and some other Tina Erkintalo they were running this festival called Avanto Festival and uh, And that was like, a, maybe maybe that influenced me more than my studies at the university because <clears throat> because there was lots of like experimental film, electronic uh, experimental electronic concerts and stuff going on, and I learned a lot like just like sitting there doing the screenings and stuff. And I I also was like working there usually like driving car and also playing like once or twice, I think once. And uh, but anyways, like when the, the year that the Kurenemi was like headlining that festival, then they were like the, this instrument builder of Panasonic, like Jari Lehtinen, and he he fixed few of these Kurenemi instruments for the Panasonic show in in in, in Kiasma. And then at the, when the festival ended, all the instruments came back to the studio, and I was there at the studio, like taking them off from the from the um, like cardboard boxes and stuff and, and then thinking with the my my friend who also was like uh, teaching and studying at the at the studio Mikoyan and that, that we should like dig a bit further about like these instruments like what they are and 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 that was I guess starting point when I started to like dig into that kind of stuff. Mm. What is there something sort of uh, specific about sort of early digital synthesizers and how or um, bit sort of broader question that how do you see that sort of a digital versus analog which is I think quite apparent in synthesizers and and that kind of early digital technology. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a, that's a big question. I think I guess it's many questions. At once, also, like like what is common in early digital, like uh, synthesizer and uh, like early digital systems. All in all, it's like it's there's no software involved. That's the main thing. So so everything is like hardwired. So so software came later. You have digital system that's like uh, that's running like. Everything is concurrent. Everything is super fast. It's much faster than than when you have microprocessor-based system. So you have like this early digital system with 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 no software, 
and 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 of course these kind of systems it's it's not just like uh, I said it's it's all digital systems even like early like uh, video games there was still no software involved you can you can do pretty complex stuff if you just like uh, think a moment like I I remember the famous story of it like Steve Jobs and and and, and who is the other guy mm-hmm. the the lesser Steve Apple guy Wozniak <laughs> yeah Wozniak. Wozniak, like like that 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 Wozniak designed some like was it Space Invaders or something like this like still no software involved like game with as small as small amount of hardware as possible and and, and this kind of stuff so this is this is the main thing what comes to like the analog and and, and, and digital it's that's also like I find that in many cases it's misunderstood a bit like what analog means means really because like uh, it's it's quite common that people say that okay analog it's it's the you have continuous voltages and digital you don't have continuous voltages and stuff like this and and of course this uh, I mean voltages being continuous that's the property of analog system but that doesn't define analog system so I Quite often I, I hear that people say that, okay, real world is analog and then and, 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 and there's digital world. And this, of course, doesn't make any sense because analog electronics, how it's defined, it's like it's something that is analog to real world. So you have the real world like system that you can figure out that, okay, if you drop the apple from the seventh floor or what is this eighth floor, you drop it down and then you, you know that, okay, you know that the apple will be in this height, in this moment when you drop it. And, and, and you know that, okay, it's this curve, it's probably will drop like this. And, and, and there's going to be, there's a formula, you can figure out that, okay, this is how it behaves. And you can test it and then it works like this and, and you know, know this. And then you can build the electronic system. And, and again, you can have like, I don't know, cap, capacitor or something. You charge the voltage to that one and then you kind of like discharge it. And then and you see that, okay, it's, it's going to do like this. So in a certain point of time, there's going to be this much voltage left. And then you look at these two systems and you see that, okay, the curve is exactly the same. So, and, and, and looking at the curve and, and figuring out the formula, it's totally the same. You don't know whether it was apple falling or it was a cap discharging. So the analog system, it's like proportional, like one-to-one ratio with each other. So that's the, where the word analog comes from. And and and, and uh, so so so, for instance, if you are saying that real world is analog, you are saying that real world behaves like real world. That mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's that's so so that's that's what kind of like analog analog means. And in real world, things don't jump from one place to another unless you are in Star Trek or something. So that's because of this. Of course, things are continuous. Mm-hmm. And then then when you think. But digital electronics then are that's like digital that that's like abstraction on top of the analog electronics. So so it's up to whoever to decide what is one and, and what is zero. It's 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 not electronics don't don't really like do that for you. You have to figure out yourself that that what is the state you will consider to be zero or what is the state you consider to be one. One. So if you like, um, I don't know. There was this one one 
article about like how brain works and is brain a computer or not and then, then it says that said that like in brain there's no ones and zeros and and like in computers ones and zeros and then you're like well if you look at the computer motherboard there's no ones and zeros there's lots of analog states and then you consider some of those states as ones and zeros but if you really like dig in deep to the to the electronics there you don't see ones and zeros Although, although if you dig really, really deep in, deep enough, then you will see ones and zeros. But you see it in, in analog systems as well. You have like, a, like electrons like mm. going there. And at some point, if you really go go to the really like microscopic details, then you have like one electron going like whip, and then you increase the voltage a bit, and then you have two electrons. So at the end, it's everything is digital anyways. So, so. That's kind of like the relationship, but I think the main thing is like the analog electronics. That's that's like something something that is analog to real world, and then digital electronics. That's that's like abstraction on top mm-hmm. of the analog electronics. So mm-hmm. so that's the that's the main difference. But I mean, they they are not like opposite things. They are kind of like they are just layers. Mm. That's the mm-hmm. main thing. Mm. So in, in which way has has using sort of a digital media changed or affected your work? Mm, well, now when I'm doing like uh, this, like the synthesizer restoring projects and stuff like this, and then you, then I'm finding myself wondering in many occasions, like you are looking like old, old like. Uh, Designs you are looking like circuit that someone designed in '63, and you you are looking at circuits someone designed '67 or or 1970 or something like this, and then then you are wondering that how on earth they were able to pull it <laughs> pull it through. I mean, this this is quite quite like um, quite a task to design something like this. I mean, nowadays I if I'm doing something like this, I have all the tools with the mm-hmm. like like I can. I can draw like uh, circuits on my laptop. I can emulate them. I can have a circuit board printed in like a couple of days. So I just like send it by email to some somewhere, and I will receive it at the end of the week in the mail and, and stuff like this. And they didn't have any of this. And then, then also like if you are doing like early digital stuff, things are, as, as I said earlier, they are concurrent, and they are super quick. So, so I mean, if you are looking at the like of course if you are doing more advanced programming like that's of course everyone is doing if you are doing really like real world programming you have to consider like multi-threading and stuff like this but that's like if you have like analog like a digital system and everything is still happening at the same time as an analog system and and there's like lots of different clocks running in different parts of the system and you have to figure out that how this thing really like works and I mean, there's stuff like this. There's one Kurenem synthesizer that that has really high, not not not. I mean, nowadays you wouldn't call it high, but 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 in the '97 it was like high CPU clock speed. And I know that, or at least I think that he didn't have an oscilloscope that it would even go that high. Mm. So he didn't really like know what where where it was. So so he was like dividing it down. But I mean, but but. I mean, he he gave the lecture about the instrument when it was finished, and he told that the clock rate is this, 
this and then I know that clock rate isn't that one. But I mean, he never saw the clock. <laughs> so, so he was just like, he miscalculated it up from some frequency that it should probably go be something like this. But he miscalculated and he couldn't check it. And I can even check it. I have like a little, like early 80s oscilloscope and I can see the clock, but, but he, he probably couldn't, couldn't, but, um, so, so anyways, like the, tools are like totally totally different different nowadays and and especially like like as i said like concurrent concurrency in digital system everything happening at the same time like it's still a bit like hard concept for me to grasp because i'm i'm my background is in in computer science like it i go way way back so i i i like to See, like, like if if I implement something, it's like one instruction at a time, and and, and like li- li- really linearly. Like that's how it works. And then you are looking at the system where everything is happening at the same time, and how to debug even something like this where everything is really happening at the same time. But of course, this is the same hardware that is underneath your software in your laptop, so everything is at the end anyways, like happening at the same time. So if you are doing like really deep digital electronic design, like really like designing microprocessors or something like this this is i guess your life every day so i'm just doing really like basic level same but in really really basic level mm. Mm. that you have been sort of uh, working in in this anyway quite low level of the digital technologies and you also do a lot of or do programming and And so, in what way do you see sort of the relationship to the code or programming now? That how how do you treat treat the code and how you treat the digitality? Of course, in in a one in a one way also. That is it like uh, material or is it more like a tool to build something or something else? Hmm. Well, the nowadays if I'm doing programming, it's like it's it's like embedded systems, and 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 many of my last projects they have been actually projects that well I'm trying to emulate this early hardware. So the main the main idea then is that the that it should behave exactly like the original one. But I'm so so then then I'm looking at the original hardware and figuring out that which are the parts that I have to keep of the original hardware, and and which are the ones that I can just replace with one microcontroller, and 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 uh, then also what I'm a bit like con- con- considering I'm using like of course like a bit like old school microcontroller also for 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 this because because. When you're working in like a real like historical projects and 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 project and you see hardware that is being running fifty years ago and it's 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 running now, and then you figure out that if you make a like make some sort of like replace part of that system with microcontroller or microprocessor and a software, but you should anyways the outcome would should be something that is running 50 years from now and and if something breaks down someone can rebuild it and then it's still working and then I'm find myself considering that that if someone says is saying that okay I there's this cool like IO 
thingy chip that will do it exactly like like that's so easy to do with this this thing you just like take this thing from from wherever like spark funnel and i'm thinking that okay am i convinced that this piece of hardware will exist and someone or if it doesn't exist anymore someone who can get like an os version of that like in 50 years or something and or or for instance i mean of, of course like arduino being the biggest project in the maker scene i'm pretty convinced that we will have up mega 328 forever mm. so i'm pretty convinced that it will be there i mean there's like some some classic chips like uh, chips from the 60s and 70s 70s there's like like ttl logic family like 7400 family that's still with us i don't have a clue why but but it is and and then like some op amps like like really like not first generation op amps are a bit harder to get but you can get them but then then the second generation op amps like like tl072 they are still like being made and i think they will be made forever and I don't know. I I'm, I'm guessing it's like military stuff that someone made made like some 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 tanks or guns or whatever and used those and that's why they will always be in production. And that's my guess. Guess like like bloody bloody circuits but it's <laughs> like uh, but that's that's the stuff I'm 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 I'm, I'm considering like if I'm figuring out the platform that I'm that I'm using. Mm-hmm. And then then it's just like uh, if if i'm doing like like emulating something then 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 the thing is that the early digital systems they have like lots of like glitches and 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 bugs and and that's also like because if you want to implement something without those it might might have been you might have been needed to use like lots of like much 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 more circuits so there's like this kind of like one way of doing that with like some sort of like minimal set of set of like uh, circuits and that's cheaper of course so 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 in many cases you have system that is kind of like working but but there's obvious bugs and if you know where they are it's kind of like fun to misuse those many many of the users who are using those they don't know what they are but but if you're really like digging deep and you see that you are looking at the schematic and it's like hmm wonder what would happen if i would you do do this it's kind of like figuring out test cases cases mm-hmm. so you think it's okay probably if i do this something weird will happen and let's see if it happens and sometimes it happens and sometimes it's like more if it, i mean if it's a synthesizer it might be more more like a musical even to mm-hmm. use the use the glitch than 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 to use it as it as it's intended and 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 then 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 if i'm moving to the software there it might be totally other way around so if, so i might be able to pretty quickly like write the software that's doing kind of like everything that the user manual says it should do it ex- exactly that way but no glitches so, <laughs> so it's it's some some and and of course it might be some things that are other way around that's easier to make some weird glitch on software that you it's impossible to do in, in hardware but anyways that's that's what i usually end up doing that i i am i'm doing like really quick software and it works just fine i mean i i the 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 other 
synthesizer we restored for Documenta Festival, like that took place last year. Last year they 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 didn't have the digital sequencer hardware at all in their synthesizer. They have all the knobs and, and, and switches and stuff, so it looked like complete system, but behind the rack there wasn't anything. So so I, I built them uh, like uh, circuits for the for for the sequencer and that was like the original sequencer that's like I don't know thirteen or fifteen PCBs like full full of stuff and I I needed one PCB I, I designed one PCB and then wrote the wrote the software and and then the guy who was involved in 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 designing the specs for the synthesizer in the first place Paul Bignon who didn't work for the for the EMS company he was a customer for for them but he kind of like started the project for this he he gave the master class on this instrument like like a few months back and then i asked him afterwards that did he realized that they <laughs> that 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 it didn't have the original hardware and he said no he didn't <laughs> he, he, he didn't didn't realize it so 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 it passed his test and he had been composing a lot with that in, instrument so but but then again, I could walk to one 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 of these instruments blindfolded and do one thing and figure out okay whether it's working or what's does it have original hardware or not. But then I mean, of course I want to if 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 I think that the glitch is cool, then I of course have to try to implement the glitch, and then it gets hard, then mm-hmm. it gets super hard, and I, I'm now like. Um, I'm not super happy about the firmware I'm running on the Athens, Athens like uh, since the, the one that we did for the Documenta. So I'm now thinking of going back there, maybe recording some some music and stuff, and then do the next version of the software that would really like uh, behave exactly like like that. That, but it's like uh, it's 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 hard, and you have to do stuff really really quick. Do really like interrupt heavy programming and really like like program with like a lot lots of do lots of scoping and figuring out everything doing exactly the same and and, and and you can do it but it's 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 much much more challenging that's like proper programming mm. Mm, it's interesting just started thinking what you said a little bit earlier about sort of uh, ready-made systems for makers that that offer something easily and that contrasted that is is a sort of uh, authenticity or sort of a material important for you in a way that it's just not that not the solution that's important but the sort of how it is made in a way. Uh, yes and no. Um, it's kind of like um, it's I, I I'm not like totally. I mean, if if you work in the field of electronics, especially with, with like audio electronics, then there's lots of like uh, like people are really like uh, like uh, thinking that certain like component is really important. That to, to if if the instrument sound in, sounds like like something, then it's really important. It has exactly the same same components and stuff, and I don't believe in that more or less at, at all i mean if i can't see it on the on the on the oscilloscope then it, it isn't like that and, and, and i know that there are many like uh, in original designs 
they, they are super simple designs in most cases and it's and also the components they used were just the most common transistor you can get from the store at the time so so nowadays you have like a kind of like same company making kind of like same transistor but it's 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 more accurately produced so so you know better the, the specs of the one transistor so so it's kind of like uh, you have um, so so if, if I buy like transistor from same transistor family now now it's like it, it's still inside the specs of the same transistor from the same transistor family from the 60s but it, but but if I take it the other way around they might be might there might be differences so the variations are bigger in one one type of component but but I, I don't see any any difference there but now for instance this 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 is one project I'm, I'm working at the moment it's also like like uh, this this is thing that comes from from kind of like coding perspective because it's like if you are writing software in a team and, and of course you usually like uh, discuss and agree that that how how you are coding coding like what are the like just like if you're commenting code how do you do it how uh, how should the code look so if if your team is writing the code you can't see anymore by looking at the code that who wrote which part it looks like it was written by one person just like basic like software developing like approach to coding i guess and now now if i'm doing like a project that i have partially i'm using the old hardware so if so i'm kind of like cloning part of the circuit then i'm putting my own circuit there and then it's like again like i want the whole thing if someone opens the machine i want it to look like it was made by one person mm. and then then <laughs> then again we are in the hard situation that in, in my laptop system it's super easy to me to me to make circuit board that looks a certain way and then I have the clone bit that looks like someone drew it freehand on 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 on, on a paper or something, which they probably did. And then I just have to learn how to make a make that kind of PCB that looks like that someone noodled it by hand in in in, in the late sixties. So. So this is this is what I find myself like wasting lots of days days like trying to fit, trying to make something that that kind of like looks. A certain way, even though it doesn't affect the, the 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 final outcome. I mean, you someone is going to put it in a box and and, and only like some tech who will fix it in 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 the future at some point will will see that okay, it's mm-hmm. it's weird that they made this circuit board this way when it was made in two thousand and eighteen, but it looks fine. So 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 that's 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 one thing, but the. But also, also, if 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 I'm working on a project that it's going to be like part of the bigger system system, and I'm figuring out what what to include there, I I think there should be some sort of connection to the original hardware. So there are certain things that I wouldn't do do because they're so too far out. It looks like cyborg or something, which then again might be cool. But uh, but but I mean, but I'm we are having these discussions a lot with, with, with my colleagues if I'm involved with a project with more like a hardware or, or interface design that, that, that what, what we can do and what we shouldn't do mm. shouldn't do in order to to 
have some sort of like a logical like like conversation with our own hardware and then the original hardware that there's some connection there. Mm. So is it yeah. But do you see that it's it's that you are making a new instrument or you are sort of a, an archaeologue sort sort of a re- rebuilding the old one? Or is it both? Uh, maybe augmenting the old one. Mm. That's that's maybe maybe if I'm really like designing my old hardware or own hardware that's going to be used with those, then it's I guess augmenting, augmenting for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, why do you think, or if we if we sort of. A think about now that we have a sort of a quite capable processors and lots of processing uh, speed we can waste and do lots of different things that why do we need sort of a sort of a old tech in a way that why are you interested in the sort of old technology and not in the something like newest thing mm. Uh, well, maybe if I'm thinking about like my work, that my work about Erke Kurenim is like uh, instrument instruments. Then it's like uh, I mean he he did he did many 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 weird instruments, but nothing really came out of them. It's like they were like total failures. In a sense that 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 even though he tried to really make a product on on a couple of those, it never happened. So, so I mean, and because of this, not not too many people in the world know how what they actually were and 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 whether the ideas that he had on those whether they made sense or not. Mm-hmm. What what was the reason why they failed? And um, of course, it's now easy easy to say say that the the failure was that what the main thing why they failed was that the they were not able to market them at all, and the company he started for 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 marketing those mostly did prototypes for the industrial like real project and got the money from there. So 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 the instruments were not the money makers for them. They made like many like the the company made like first microcomputer or microprocessor based computer in Finland and, and stuff like this like really like big things but they never made any money money so and uh, and uh, if you think about like synthesizer like uh, like audio equipment and all of them I mean it's like small industry I mean mm. if, if if you figure out whether you should like design and and, and 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 sell like DVD players or synthesizers. I mean, go with the DVD players. I mean, it's like uh, you make millions of those. So uh, compared to like something you sell like one thousand, mm. so that's not the business. Or it's, it's it's it is a business, but it's it's a hard business. So it's like, uh, and and that's why all the like the Japanese companies like were the first ones who really make profit on synthesizer market because they didn't have to care whether they. Where whether they had one synthesizer project that failed because they were building whatever like Yamaha and Roland like it didn't they had so much money so 
So like failed projects didn't they didn't like matter to them but if mm-hmm. you have were a synthesizer company from the states like you have like moog like bukla and arp and or the ems in, in london london i mean you have one bad project project and then no product it's then you're screwed i mean you're bankrupt mm-hmm. and that's what happened happened and and then you look like how moog were selling their synthesizer you look how arp were selling their synthesizer you look 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 the bookla and then you compare it to this to erki and 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 they were already like the all these bigger companies they were already in totally different level they were selling since and, and it was wasn't easy for them to even sell one and, and and then they were able to really like make a business out of that and then you have like this finnish small company that's totally like some it's just like uh, it doesn't even look that they tried so and, and and it wasn't enough for the American companies they went bankrupt anyway so, so it was obvious that, that, that nothing could come out of that like in, in retrospect from the Kurenemi designs but the but there's like uh, then the question is that I mean that happened in the in the in the 60s in the 70s there's huge synthesizers in like electronic music like a revival of analog and, and analog digital and whatever taking place and is it really can it really be that there's still something that that he had in his designs that no one thought about later which would mean that it's totally relevant still mm. and that's the that's one of like the main research questions for me like like is there something and i think there is and now i'm when i have been like for the last couple of months, I have this um, project of restoring the very first Kurenemi synthesizer that no one had been using since '69. Since Kurenemi, like, uh, started his company and left the university studio, Helsinki University studio, which was more or less that instrument. So he left, and no one knew how to use it. So they just put that away and built a new new studio, studio and and. And I have been restoring that 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 thing, and and then I of course trying to figure out that that is there something that no one thought hasn't thought afterwards, and I think there's a couple of weird ones, weird weird like subsystems. It's hard to me to figure out whether I would call them that modular synthesizer or what, but it's it's really weird designed sign it comes from totally different angle than all the other synthesizers at the time it has like early sequencer that's even earlier i believe than mogan bukla sequencers full of digital electronics and stuff so so i i i, I strongly believe that there's something still there and then it's like some sort of like archaeological project mm-hmm. of course like because that that instrument is also like there's some documentation exists like some some circuit diagrams or something but nothing that would give you like the full picture of like how everything's connected there's no writing anywhere on on on, on the panels and stuff so you are really like uh, like same do, same thing you would do if you would I guess like digging up some skulls from the dirt or something in in some in the jungle or something I'm doing kind of like same thing trying to figure out that what is this one potentiometer where does it go where it's connected what does it do and 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 is it working really or if I if I'm getting like some subsystem working then 
that, that is doing something, I have to figure out whether it's doing something it should be doing or is it malfunctioning or what. And, and it's really like time consuming project and really like taking the synthesizer out from the dark like one small component at a time. So it's really like a fascinating work. But totally like that's not super common work if you're working it at the these old systems. Mm. Usually you know what you are working with. You know that okay, this is the product that came out, this is the documentation, this is the user manual. But what with this one you have more or less nothing. It's like it's 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 weird. But I mean I'm almost almost there. I have like two small things that I have to figure out still, but I mean but but I have more or less the whole thing now thought now I just need to document it so that if I happen to like crash from my next flight, flight to wherever, like with the airplane, so then 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 <laughs> someone has to do the same work again. Like have you some plans to publish or do you publish your work or documenta- documentation on this? Uh, yeah, I have plans. I'm super lazy of doing 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 that also, but I mean um, the main plan and this is also like the we haven't discussed the Dimi Dimi project that I did earlier that was like the first first bigger current M project involved really like instrument design and and they're also like I'm still haven't do it but I mean I would want to just like do the user manual and release that one mm. because that's also like if it's a nicely written user manual then whoever can read it and figure out what's going on and also like um, so I should do that one and then also like, I'm I'm planning to do some like online documentation like one module at a time of this old like uh, the, the first Koronemi instrument so 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 people wouldn't need to guess guess what it's doing or even worse like write some text about that guessing what it's doing and then it's just a sort of becomes the truth whether it's false which is happening a lot with this Koronemi instruments mm. so 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 this of course but then then I'm of course like uh, considering that that if I find something that I think that okay this is now like really interesting way of like designing something then I'm, I'm thinking that I should somehow make some sort of like outcome like some product or something mm. and 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 well, well then 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 I still think the main main idea main reason of doing that is, is that I would want these principles to be in use like people are using those so 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 i don't believe that i can do like yamaha dx7 with <laughs> with kurenemi hardware or become rich but it would be cool to see people use these things things and 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 but the main thing what makes it one not harder is is that the that everything he did is 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 is, is prototypes so so they are kind of like working but but they are not production ready they are, they are mm. far from that so so then then you find yourself with some circuit that i mean in the synthesizer scene even though i'm not super like interested about like uh, really like doing like really like cloning like precise cloning so everything is exactly the same and stuff like this i'm i know that that they are they are there's the audience who would want to get this those would want something to be as original as possible 
and then I'm at the same time that okay, I, I should redesign parts of those circuits, and and how do I redesign them so that I still don't mess up with anything <laughs> super important, so I can still say that okay, this is this is how he wanted. But I had to really, I had to do this these changes in order to make it really like work. So, and that's that's kind of like that that's that's the thing thing that's kind of like next step design. So I'm totally happy like putting putting like microcontrollers and stuff like there to people anyways want to play around with the hook them up to the laptops and stuff stuff mm-hmm. like you can do media and stuff and. But but I mean there's certain things you can't mess and uh, mess with and and um, yeah so they are yeah they 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 are prototypes and you have to do I I think one more more prototypes mm. from them you kind of like continue his work to really have like outcome mm. that you can really like like give to people who are not like really like who can't fix them by themselves who want to just do music with us. Yes. So if someone is really interested, do you have some website or something where one have you in some way documented? Uh, at the at the yeah at the at the moment moment I have uh, the the most active uh, platform is, is is the Facebook page of, of my Dimi is reborn project. Where I'm trying to at least update update what I'm doing if I'm at some day like working on some 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 Kurenemi related stuff. So all the Kurenemi related stuff I'm doing, I'm posting posting there there. So that's Dimi is reborn. It's reference reference for the for the Dimi's born like uh, advertising campaign of the first Dimi synthesizer. Okay. So that's 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 there there. I have my own website, but I should update it so it doesn't have that much, much, much info at the moment. But at the moment, yeah, I said, yeah, the Facebook page. Yeah, I think there's interesting stuff there. We will link it to the show notes. And uh, do you have something or other things came to mind? or? I, I think this has already been quite a long, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> long one. Yes, I have a one sort of a bonus yeah. question mm-hmm. still that I have asked for all the others. So... If you could take only one digital device to a desert island, what would you take? Hmm, this is this is this is tough one. Hmm. Of course many many digital <laughs> components they can't do much on their own, but I <laughs> but I put I Well, I, I I guess it still would be the the Atmega microcontroller, that the, the one that I'm. Maybe that's the most important important piece of technology for me. So Atmega three two eight. That's a good question. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening, the postman. More info from the website www dot this page has some issues dot com slash postman